1: Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina, and I hope you're doing amazing. I hope you're feeling good. And if you're not, I hope today's episode leaves you feeling just a little bit better, a little bit more comforted, a little bit lighter, a little bit happier, because today's episode is going to be all about self-care. Self-care is so important, and I think at times... It's really hard to prioritize, especially when we're going through a lot of things in our lives, when we're feeling like we're in a rut or we're feeling unmotivated with life or we're feeling like we're overwhelmed with school or work or things to do, or going through a big life transition for a lot of people taking care of themselves comes last. And once I started going through my own inner growth journey and really learning about holistic health, I really learned about the importance of taking care of myself. Because when I pour into myself and fill up my cup, I'm able to pour out So much more and be such a better version of myself. And so for today's episode, I created a little self-care menu and I'm going to go through it with you guys. And we're going to talk about different things that you can do for yourself so that you can just feel better and feel more vibrant and feel more light. And to really pour into your cup, because as much as it's amazing to give to other people, a lot of people over identify with being in that giver position and almost feel like if they stop giving, they're gonna lose love from other people, or people are not going to appreciate them. But actually, when you learn to pour into yourself, not only do you have more to give to other people, but also you are able to attract more love and attract more good energy and attract more good things into your life, more aligned opportunities, more aligned situations, more aligned Relationships, the more that you show up for you and take care of yourself, the better you'll feel and the better you will glow outwards. So let's jump into it. Let's dive into the self care menu. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get growing. I have my little handy dandy notebook here with my self care menu. We're gonna dive into it. We're gonna talk about a bunch of different things you can start doing. For yourself to feel really great and something i also want to preface this list with and this episode with is that it's really normal to go through phases of your life where you feel like you haven't been giving to yourself and so hopefully this just inspires you and gives you some ideas on things you can implement and do and also In those moments when you're feeling really overwhelmed, that's when it's extra important to give to yourself. So I wanted to say that first. And I've talked about this in my Instagram, if you follow me on there, and also on the podcast, I believe. But July and August for me were kind of hard months. I felt very sad and isolated. A lot of my friends were traveling. Some of them moved. Pedro also started his in-office job, so I was seeing him less. And I just really fell into this funk and this rut and I think through that, I was able to really understand certain things that I needed to add into my life in order to feel like my best self. And it taught me a lot about what self-care means to me and things that make me glow and that were missing at the time. And as I've started to add them back in, I've started to feel a lot better. So I'm excited to share with you guys some of these things. Okay, let's dive into it. Point number one is disconnect to reconnect. We live in a world of so much stimulation, so much going on, so much online, so much information. And I love social media for that. I love that it has made us so connected in a really good way. And it's allowed us to learn a lot. And the very fact that you're listening to this podcast or watching this on YouTube means that you value consuming information that fills you up. But because we are the first generation to grow up with a lot of technology, something that has been really important to me when it comes to just like showing up for myself and my self-care is figuring out the moments that I really need to disconnect. The first way that that really helps me is when I'm with other people, when I'm with my friends, with my family, in a dinner, at the park, whatever it is, it's really important for me to just put my phone away and, you know, like capture moments if I want, like take some pictures, take videos. But not be like scrolling on social media when I'm around other people, because I want to make memories and I want to be present with them. And so that has been really important for my self care is just learning how to put my phone away in the right times. And also sometimes when you're alone, that's when it's easiest to reach for your phone and reach for social media and want to scroll. And I think as a society these days, we've forgotten how to be bored. I was talking about this with some friends recently. It's really important to learn how to be in silence and learn how to be in a more slowed down state and when we're constantly picking up our phones and constantly flooding our brain with information it's harder to do that and it's also harder to listen to your inner voice and to listen to your intuition when you're consuming so much information and so phone boundaries is so important to me when it comes to my self-care menu and i would encourage you to just like take a look at your screen time figure out what you need to do to improve your relationship with your technology and with your phone and figure out also what's the optimal relationship for you so that you can reconnect with yourself and with the people around you the second thing on the self-care menu is nourishing yourself something that is huge for me when it comes to self-care is making sure that i am fed Happy and nourished. As you guys know, if you follow me on YouTube and all over my social media, really, I'm always sharing recipes. I'm always talking about how to properly nourish yourself and feed yourself. And I'm really big on eating regular meals, so that's a big priority for me. Like even through this funk and through this period that I was talking about, where I wasn't really feeling like my best self, I still made sure to prioritize eating regular meals. And that's something that's my bread and butter. It's so important for me. And I really think that when you remember to give yourself meals and food and nourish you are going to be a way better version of yourself because first of all, you're not going to be hangry. And second of all, food is fuel and food is medicine, right? So when you are really giving yourself the nutrients and the protein and the yummy food, you are able to feel energized and you're able to have more to give. So that's really important. And I also put trying new restaurants because not only, you know, is it important in my mind to nourish yourself and cook healthy meals and prioritize whole foods and unprocessed foods. I love all that. And I genuinely feel so good when I eat healthy, quote unquote healthy. But it's also really healthy to make space for newness and for fun and for trying new things. And I had really been getting in my own way through putting a lot of pressure on myself like, Oh, you need to eat so much protein that you can't go out to eat. And I would feel really bad for going out to eat for a little while. I didn't really talk about it. But it was really in my head. So I think giving myself permission to really enjoy going out to eat with friends going out to eat with Pedro, just really enjoying this newness really enjoying these moments is so important for your self care, because it adds in fun into your life. And you deserve that, of course. Okay, number three, this is huge, is sleep hygiene. When we are not well rested, we are not our best selves. It's as simple as that. And so this year for me, learning how to prioritize my sleep has been so big. And I think getting an aura ring has changed a lot for me with that too, because I really have started to understand how my body responds to not being well rested. And when you miss out on a few nights of good sleep, where you sleep six hours or less every single night, your immunity is reduced, your vitality is reduced, you feel so much more fatigued. So that is just really big for me. I keep things pretty simple when it comes to my sleep hygiene. But what helps me the most is just making sure that I get to bed on the weekdays before midnight. Ideally, before 11. I really like also adding in a couple of rituals at night to just help me slow down and help me just get into a restful state. Because what I've learned from my aura ring and just from understanding my body is that you can't just like say, okay, I'm going to go to bed early. Let me just stop work at like 9pm, change into my pajamas and try to fall asleep. You need to ease yourself into it and just prioritize your rest at night. So what I really like doing is once I end work, I focus on really just like taking a step back from my phone, my computer, and then cooking a nourishing dinner. And then after dinner, as I start to wind down, I usually watch a little bit of a show with Pedro. We've been watching Suits and loving it. So we have been doing that. It's really nice to give yourself permission to like watch your comfort show or watch your favorite YouTuber. Just allow yourself to do that guilt free for like an hour or something like that. And then that's when I really get into my sleep hygiene. So I plug in my phone in the bathroom or in the living room. I never plug my phone in my bedroom. And then I also take off my makeup. I really love the Ilia foaming cleanser. It takes off makeup really well. And then sometimes I go in with a second cleanser. And then I kind of like, switch up my skincare sometimes. I really like the Good Molecules Serum. I also really like all of the True Botanicals products. So I usually do that. Sometimes I'll throw in one of those sheet masks or a clay mask if I'm feeling extra bougie that day. But just doing my skincare, taking off my makeup, Feels was really, really good. Helps me slow down. And then I usually brew some tea. I love dandelion tea. I love ginger tea. Chamomile yuzu has been a new favorite. So I brew my tea. I let it cool just a little. And I hop in bed and I start reading my book. And I read in bed for a little while. I sip on my tea. And then once I'm kind of like done with my tea, I go brush my teeth, get back into bed, read a little bit more like with the lights completely off or my red lights on. As soon as I start to notice that I'm tired, I put my Kindle away and then... Fall asleep and I get the best sleep ever. Like I have been slaying in my sleep, I have to say. And I prioritize getting at least seven hours of sleep, but ideally eight. That's when I feel my best. And I was telling Pedro this the other day. Nothing beats a well-rested glow. Sleep is key, sleep is amazing. Definitely huge in my self-care menu. Number four is read more fiction, which kind of ties into what I was just talking about with reading. Reading fiction is something that I started prioritizing more this year because I was in my self-help book moment since 2020, like 2020, 2021, and 2022. I read so many self-help books. And this year, I think I've just read like two self-help books. And it's been really nice to connect with reading in a different way, like for fun. Because growing up, that's something I always loved. And so getting like a fun fiction book like a little romance novel I just love it I love getting lost in another story and it just really helps me disconnect from my own life especially as I'm falling asleep so that is something I really recommend I love all of Elin Hildebrand's books they're amazing I love Colleen Hoover Sally Rooney so good so fun so that's huge for me and I feel like when I allow myself to just read for fun I look forward to it a lot and it just helps me feel happy Did you know that one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, it's time to make 2024 the year that you finally check it off the list using Babbel. When it comes to learning new languages something about me that a lot of people actually don't know is that i'm fluent in three different languages Because I grew up in brazil. I speak portuguese fluently and then I also am fluent in english and in spanish But I also am currently learning how to speak italian because I started learning it in college for my study abroad program in milan But then my program ended up being canceled So I never really got the chance to fully learn italian, which is why Babel has been coming in so handy for me It's a science-backed language learning app that was designed by real people for real conversations conversations and Babel's tips and tools are super approachable they're rooted in real life situations and they are delivered in the app through conversational based teaching so i've been using Babbel to learn how to order food ask for directions and speak to merchants so that next time i go to italy i can practice my italian and also speak confidently so if you're also in a journey to learn a new language i have a special limited time deal for our inner growth listeners right now you can get up to 60 percent off a Babbel subscription and this is only for our listeners at Babel.com slash growth get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash growth spelled b-a-b-b-e-l dot com slash growth rules and restrictions may apply ciao Number five is stay hydrated, baddies. So important. I sometimes slack on my hydration, I have to say. But I think the two biggest things that just help me drink enough water are getting a water bottle, like a Stanley cup or a hydro flask. Also a water filter. Every time it runs out, refill it. Get one with a straw. I don't know. I find it's way easier to drink more water when I'm drinking from a straw. And leave it next to you. When you're working, when you're getting out of the house, just take it with you. And then also electrolytes. They have changed the game for me with hydration because they make water taste really good. My favorite ones are the Peak Electrolytes. And I will link them in the description as well if you guys are interested. I also have a discount code for them. But it's not sponsored. I wish it was. But yes, definitely recommend electrolytes. I feel like they just help so much. And also hydrating just makes your skin look better. makes your digestion better. and just gives you so much energy. So drinking more water is key. Number six is connecting with people around you. This is what I learned the most in this little funk that I was in, in July and August. Connection is so important. And I saw this reel where it was saying that the people who have like five to six hours of social interaction every single day are some of the happiest and healthiest people. So I've really started to prioritize like weekday dinners with friends or like going out with Pedro more and having more fun as a couple doing a weekly creator workday with some of my other friends who are full time content creators and entrepreneurs, just creating community and feeling nourished by the people around me is so amazing. And it's such a big part of self care. Because again, self care isn't only just like doing things by yourself, isolating or just like only spending time with you it's also about nourishing your heart and your connections and being there for your friends but also allowing them to be there for you so that's something that is really important to me and it's something that i would encourage you to reflect on how much time are you making for your friendships Are you calling your parents? Are you calling your siblings? Are you calling your grandparents? Are you connecting with your family? And then just figure out if that's an area of your life that you feel is full and is filled and if you're making enough time for it because maybe that's exactly what you're needing is just more connection and community. Number seven is art. This is also another one that's kind of been coming into my life again in a really awesome way. But reconnecting with photography, reconnecting with going to museums, just art in general for me has been super nourishing and a really amazing part of my self-care and something I would encourage you to add into your life. You don't have to identify as a creative person to add in art. Maybe you can just like collect little trinkets like from places you go and collage them on a journal or just doodle or you can buy a watercolor set and some watercolor paper or a watercolor journal and just go to the park and play around with that. Sign up for an art class but just connect with art and allow yourself to express your yourself through art, but also just going to museums for me has been so fun. Just like looking at art and looking at how other people are expressing their feelings through art has been just so awesome. So I just feel like that's a little bit of an underrated way for you to connect with yourself. Number eight is move to feel good. Moving your body is something that should be nourishing you and adding into your life. It should not be a source of punishment. And so if you're feeling like you dread movement, you don't like it. Figure out what's wrong and why you're feeling that way about moving your body and find movement that you enjoy. Right now, I really am loving weightlifting. I'm doing a program from the app Avlo Fitness and I'm loving it, but I also really have been enjoying mixing it with walking and running and also reformer Pilates. So, just experiment. And sometimes what you are enjoying, it's going to change. And that's totally okay. But movement should be adding to your life, It should be giving you endorphins, giving you energy, giving you happiness. And at the end of the day, it does do all those things, be mindful of your mindset. And also, if you're doing the movements that you actually want to be doing, and that are feeling good in your body. So that's something also worth reflecting on is like, what ways do I like moving my body and what feels good to me number nine ties into what I was just talking about but nature has been such a key part of my self-care making time to go to the park to connect with nature around you in a small way is so nourishing and so good for your nervous system it's so good for your just mental health so I have really been trying to go on like a post work long walk in the park like once a week at least and that has been so great if you can do that I highly encourage it. Maybe you can call a friend and go together, put in a podcast, put in some music, or just go without your phone and connect with nature for a little 10 out of 10 would recommend. Number 10 is getting ready for the day. This is such a game changer for self-care and it really helps me feel more motivated also to like get things done but picking an outfit that you feel confident in doing your hair in a way that you like doing your skincare doing a little bit of makeup whatever getting ready for the day means to you do that that is honestly really easy also like it doesn't have to take up a lot of time and once you just get in the rhythm with it it's not something that's gonna demand a lot from you but it will make you feel much more confident much more excited for the day ahead and I just really noticed an improvement in my motivation it's just something that feels good to do for me like I'm not getting ready for anyone else I'm getting ready for myself because I want to look in the mirror and be like yes girl like you look good honestly that just feels really awesome so yeah find your favorite pieces of clothing and just do that for you okay number 11 is make an outfit mood board this is a little self-care thing that I did recently and it's been so fun I just went on Pinterest and I made a little board called like fall fashion Then I went on Pinterest and I typed like fall outfits inspo, fall outfit ideas, and just pinned a bunch of different little things to my board. And that's just been helping me feel so excited to get dressed for the day. But also it's helped me just realize like what are little things that I want to get for myself to wear for fall. And I love fall fashion also, but it doesn't matter. It can be for any season. Just make a little mood board. And then when you're trying to figure out what to wear for the day, you can look through your mood board. Or if you're going shopping with your friends or by yourself, you can also refer that to like old yourself accountable and get things that you actually like and want to wear and feel inspired by. I love that and it's a fun little activity. You can put some music, you can go on your computer or on your phone, make a little mood board, pin a bunch of different fun outfits and get inspired. Number 12 is staying up to date with your self-care appointments. This is something that is optional I would say because it's not like a free self-care necessarily but it's something that makes me feel really good especially getting my nails done just like making sure I'm going in for my nail appointments and just having fun with my nails like whenever I go to the nail salon I leave feeling like a brand new woman like I just feel so put together when my nails are done and I know it's expensive but I justify it because I feel really good about myself when my nails are done and maybe for you that's like your waxing or your laser appointments or going for a like little trim in your haircut maybe it's about like your eyebrows. It could also be a facial or something like that. Just do one of those things, whatever one you feel most called to and do it for you again. Do all these things because it makes you feel good. And maybe you don't actually need any of these things, but for me just getting my nails done every month or every 3 weeks has been such a game changer for my confidence and also it's just a little moment where I'm there like sitting in my nail salon, I put like a YouTube video or a podcast and I just let myself be like, "Okay, I'm not going to be productive right now. I'm just going to take care of myself." This is like an investment in my well-being again if you have the means to do this of course but I just wanted to put that in there because it's something that for me feels like self-care and feels good do it for you and don't feel guilty again of course be mindful and don't go overboard with how much you're spending on these things but it's something I appreciate when I do it for myself number 13 deep clean your space. Our mental health is so tied to our space and the space that we live in. And that's something that Pedro and I are really big proponents for is keeping our house clean and inspiring and our space just like a loving space. And to me, that means keeping up with my laundry, wiping down the counters after I cook, doing a little mini cleanup before bed or in the morning, washing your sheets. Or cleaning out your fridge when you have a bunch of leftovers and they're just like making your fridge smelly. Just take a little bit of time for that and maybe do like a smaller little clean every night and then a bigger clean once a week or every two weeks and- You can also habit stack. So when you are doing your deep clean, put some music on, put a podcast on, and you're going to feel so good after. Trust me, keeping my space clean has been just such an important part of my self-care for so long. So I really encourage you to try that out. The next point actually ties to music, which is come up with fun playlists, build mood playlists and Just have fun making them and listen to uplifting music. This just helps me feel like my life is a movie. I'm such a music girl. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm like always going to concerts. My brother turned to me recently and he was like, you really are miss concerts. And I was like, yes, I really am. I love live music. But just nourishing my soul with a fun playlist. There's nothing like it. And also like organizing your playlists and figuring out new music and finding new artists and sharing music with friends like music is such a source of of joy and self-care so lean into it and then the last self-care tip I wanted to add to the menu is journaling mind dump journaling prompts like it doesn't really matter how you do it maybe it's just like a to-do list or a gratitude list you do you but incorporating it in some shape or form it doesn't have to be everyday it doesn't have to be perfect there's no formula but especially when you're having a moment and you're feeling really down and you're feeling like stuck and in a funk writing everything out that's blocking you and releasing it on paper is so powerful. And so is manifestation journaling, present moment journaling, right? Like writing things out on paper as if it was your current reality, but it's actually like the reality you want to manifest, like getting in the zone of how does my dream life feel and like writing that out or doing like full moon and new moon journaling, like journaling in general, it's such a powerful self care tool. And I'm a big advocate for it. I am not Gonna say I'm perfect at it because I definitely am not, but it's something I really enjoy when I do do it, and I feel really good when I'm consistent with it. So I definitely earned its spot on the self-care menu. And with that said. That is all for today's episode. I have to finish this recording because I have therapy right now. So I have to hop off. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did enjoy, remember to subscribe on YouTube if you're watching this on video and drop a comment on what you liked about the video or what your favorite self-care activity is. If you have anything to add to the menu, definitely let me know in the comments. And also there's always a Q&A box on Spotify now. So you can let me know there too. If you're listening on audio, if you want to be in the loop of all my future episodes, you can hit the plus button on Apple Podcasts and leave a review for good karma. And also hit the bell icon on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at innergrowth.co for some inspiring quotes and motivational reels on your feed. Don't forget to water yourself, take care of yourself, use the self-care menu as inspo. And I love you guys. I'll see you next
0: week. And bye for now.